game. Going past his player. Claudio does get the goal. Lines up. Does. Welcome to the 2017 season primer for the Essendon Bombers, or as Josh has called it, the uh, reintroduction to AFL for Essendon fans. Um, my name's Heath, and first off, Josh, how are you doing? Yeah, doing quite well. A reintroduction, that's a, a nice way to put it for him. Well, you know, they've been re- they've had an introduction to AFL, um, but it was by Mick Gatto. So, I, I think they were kind of... Allegedly. Uh, well, he, he's saying that uh, there was contact... And I think that's the last we'll mention of that the scandal. Oh, uh, hey, nothing wrong with a very well respected unionist uh, and deal breaker, a deal maker, maker. <laughs> uh, Brenton, g'day. And we got Will back again because he's uh, so successful last time, and uh, it's probably the only one of us that watched Essendon play last year. How you doing, Will? Very, very good. Thank you for having me. Um, so we'll start there with uh, 2016 um, for the Dons, and uh, had uh, three wins and finished bottom of the ladder. Um, but really, it's probably as good as they could hope for, you'd say? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that early win against Melbourne really lifted a lot of pressure. Um, Is that round two? Yeah, round two. Um, there was a lot of talk of, you know, in winless season and, you know, 100-point thrashings win week in, week out. So to get that, that first win on the board, I think, lifted a lot of pressure and, um, yeah, sort of lifted the shackles a little bit. Yes. It was the emotional, it was the walk to the G and, mm. and, and all yeah, that. So they had right. all the, the crowd there. And from memory, I think Melbourne got up over GWS the week before as well. So Yeah, yeah, a couple of points, I think. So it was right time, right place and, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I, I thought they might win. They might beat Carlton. Mm. That was it. I thought that was it for them for the mm. year. But um, yeah, so to get three wins. But it wasn't about the wins for them, really. It was about what else can we find? And yeah. they found Anthony Tip and Woody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, they didn't find the records that Dank said he had. <laughs> yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, but Waller was on the scrap heap, really. Yeah. If yeah. not for the um, the band players, would not be on the SNL list. Yeah, well, he was originally a rookie player, so you would imagine if the band mm. players weren't, um, were still there, he wouldn't have seen much, much time at all. But he came in round one and... Hmm. Rested a couple of games, but otherwise would have been, you know, was best 22 for the whole year. Absolutely. Well, not just that, he's still best 22, yeah. even when those guys have come back. Yeah, absolutely. He's found his spot on um, on a half-forward flank, and uh, even today against Geelong, who's, mm. uh, I think he kicked out four goals. He, had a, he did yeah. kick four goals. He had a great run of play, too. Mm. Um, it's been an absolute revelation for them. Yeah. In a, a very, very uh, dark period, <laughs> he's been a shining light. Mm. Well, it, it, it's very unique, the situation they were put in, where not many teams get to do a one-year rebuild where they can just, all right, let's experiment everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You've got absolutely nothing to lose. Yeah. Um, and a brand-new coach, obviously, as well, in Wusher, who's a, a great addition. Um, you know, I, I think GWS, uh, sorry, not GWS, Gold Coast have been kicking themselves that uh, they couldn't convince him. Yeah. Um, but he's come in and said, all right, let's just see what happens. I fucking love that. Essendon's got all these players out and Wusher's come in. And then Gold Coast put a, a thing on the an offer on the table, and he's like, "Nah, fuck, that's a lost cause. <laughs> I, I can handle a team that's lost their well, best twenty-two. Yeah. But. Would have been replacing his best mate too, but true, true. <laughs> he's probably which I think he's actually he is yeah, yeah. Um, he, he, midfield coach Bluey McKenna. Yep. Um, but what they discovered was, like we said, um, McDonald, Tip, and Woody, but also Zach Merritt. Mm. Yeah. Who mm. did he win the best and fairest? Uh, by a very very long yeah. way. Yeah. Um, probably unlucky um, that Essendon only won three games, which meant he was never going to get all Australian. Yeah. 
Um, which, yeah, you can kind of understand. Yeah, exactly. Um, but well, Gary Ablett did. <laughs> yeah. I don't well, think has quite the yeah. And you can kind of understand. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with all due respect, Gary Ablett, Zach Merritt, I mean, you, you never know, but... Not one right day. The jury's still out on that one. <laughs> Time will tell. Time will tell. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what I like about, uh, sort of from an objective point of view, is seeing how how it's going to play out for having a whole season off yep. I mean, in regards to injuries, uh, concussions, niggles, things like that. How we get like, it's almost like a, a control yeah. uh, that we can use to sort of judge against other teams and how that plays out. But also, in my opinion, I think that if you take a year off as a fan, that's like guarding leave and you've got the option of coming back to support a new team. I figure, you know, really? If you can drop off for a year, not follow the the code at all, I'm kind of like that's your that's your punishment, and come back and you should be fresh. So, yeah, Essen, there's your excuse to find a new team. <laughs> no, well, see, I think that's an ASIO file on you if yeah. you do that. Well, I have a few of those already, so <laughs> I think there are multiple opportunities to jump off before um, 2016. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's been a few. They've given plenty of uh, ammunition, and I think a few of the fans might have jumped off and then filed suit against the club because that's what you do. Uh, Morris Blackburn, they've got like a collective going on, so (laughs) sign up. The class action, major sponsors now, aren't they? As well, Um, they own the club. I think now they're so far in debt that they've taken ownership. Mm. So let's have a look at the outs then. Um, Obviously, there's a lot of the top up players that are out. There's Mm. too too many to mention. Um, But besides that, uh, Adam Cooney's called uh, called time. Yeah, um, he had his moments. He, he tried his best, but his knees just were never going to let him be mm, Brownlow yeah. medal form. And I think he he came into the club thinking I think he had a choice between us and North Melbourne. Yep. yep. Before 2015, picked Essendon, and um, I think that well, obviously 2015 didn't go as as many people in Essendon planned, and mm. um, I don't think it was really what he signed up for. To be honest, but he you know he was a good foot soldier and mm. um, became the new. Whipping boy with Brent Stanton now. <laughs> <laughs> Had he come to North, he would have been part of the uh, Boomer 4, would have been the Boomer 5 on their yeah, last might have been. And great mm. value on social media as well, so it almost pays for itself mm. there. Oh, look, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm disappointed they didn't mic him up every game. He would have been fantastic. Even though they might be getting pumped, he would be the smart-ass of the century. Do you reckon mm. they could trade him in for Lingy and no one noticed for a while? They're like, hang on, Lingy's actually pretty funny. Yeah. No, I think everyone would have noticed within the first yeah. 10 seconds. Lingy's making sense here. In fact, trade him in for Darcy as well. <laughs> um, I've got an opinion. Holy fuck, what are they done with Darcy? <laughs> Tate Pears, again, another servant of the club and whipping boy at times. Mm. Um, but it's just called time as well. Yeah, he was, um, he was... He started off as a sort of a... Great white hope for Essendon fans back in the Matthew Knights sort of era, like 2009. Yeah. He was a sort of attacking centre half back. Oh, the golden age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you never thought you'd look back on those years, yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah. When it's a wash, when it's a wash between Matthew Knights and the James Hurd era, you yeah. know, it's oh. been the best sort of half decade. Anyway, um, but yeah, he just sort of dropped off um, under Hurd for whatever reason. And then, you know, injuries sort of caught up. And I'm pretty sure he's. Come to fire or something like that. Oh, really? Fire brigade. Or- every bastard joining the fire brigade. Well, every bastard says they are. Yeah. yeah, they never do. Though. I don't think Tate Pears had a media um, deal. <laughs> <laughs> is this a code or something? Like yeah. I'm joining the fire brigade. Is that? Well, well <laughs> sometimes it's used as a. Can I please not get charged for drunken and disorderly? <laughs> Which I think oh, yeah. Heath Scotland tried that yeah. one a couple of times. Mm. Um, uh, Courtney Dempsey was. Geez, you got rid of a few whipping boys. They've yeah, done, we did. They've decided did to have a real clean out, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dempsey was, Dempsey was, you know, Dempsey was Dempsey. He would do, you know, outlandish shit now and again, and yeah. he would do um, 
Sometimes you do it's dumb real. shit. Sometimes you do really dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think with um, a lot of other, a lot of you know, the best twenty-two out in twenty sixteen, a lot of his deficiencies were more mm, noticeable, more obvious. Um, yeah, the you know the butchered kicks, um, you know, poor decision making is not as noticeable when you've got you know Hurley or Hooker or you know whatever in the back line to everyone else. Yeah, yeah, exactly to to cover up, but with with less you know troops around him. It, really sort of showed yeah I think there is a phase when you you have to decide whether a player is a, a brilliant player with occasional moments of idiocy or an idiot with occasional moments mm. of adequacy yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think he's sort well, of the latter yeah. see Tigers we need a permanent uh, position for someone to have a full time role in that in that job because uh, we still haven't figured that out like back of house or front of house yeah. <laughs> Are you shipped off Vickery you've done well yeah yeah, I mean, you know, broken clocks right twice a day. Yeah, no. um, am I right in Courtney Dempsey if I mixed him up with someone else um, that his career highlight would be backheeling the ball that accidentally yeah. and then catching it? Yep. Yeah. I guess, you know, this rainbow. This, yeah. And do you reckon he planned that at all? Yeah, of course. Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think he plans ever to get a kick. This yeah. worked on PlayStation. Well, yeah. the best yeah. thing he does. I mean, that's all he played, all he practiced. Yeah. That was it. Um, his one moment. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, Pig Hibbard um, gone as well. Who's a bit of a, a, a shock, I thought, um, trading out to Melbourne. But you can understand if any player said, "Look, I've just had enough. Yeah. I want out." Yeah. But he is a he's a handy uh, handy soldier. Yeah, I think he's going to be really really good for um for Melbourne this year with him and and Malcolm um, sitting there at half back. They've got um, they're going to get some really really good delivery from from the back line, well, and that's what he was good. If Essendon had their druthers, you. Mm. And you got one of those two back. You pick Hibbert over Melksham. Oh, surely. any day of the week, yeah. Hibbert was um, Hibbert was borderline all Australian for a while back, sort of twenty thirteen, yeah. twenty fourteen, and um, had a bit of a down year in twenty fifteen. But he's still really like good penetrating kick off half back that you can sort of set up play from. So I think he's going to be really, really good at Melbourne. I'm yeah. actually kind of shocked they redrafted uh, Corey McC- uh, Sorry, Sean McKernan. Yeah. Like, he's one of the players where I want him to do well because he just tries his ass off. He does, off, yeah. But he's just not. Well, they've tried him as a ruckman. And, and he got exposed. Yeah, well, he's, oh, he's too yeah. fucking short. Well, he is our ruckman now. Louis he is got, now. Louis yeah, went down Louis today, got, yeah. Um, did a hammy, which, you know, should surprise you. Well, the, the <laughs> most surprising thing about that is it wasn't his Achilles or his foot. Yeah. <laughs> Are they still got James Kelly running around again? Yeah, Essendon legend James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, how many of the top up stayed? It was him and um, uh, the Maddie Richmond, Matty D, D yeah. who had a good year. He did, he did. yeah. Um, and James Kelly, I was surprised because he again he had a great year, mm, but yeah. you thought, oh, he's probably had enough. But you yeah, know, he finished second or third in the yeah. Ferris, James well, Kelly. I'm so. not surprised. He had a good yeah, year. He was great. Yeah. Um, he was the one that I Just thought wise head. Yeah, that I thought wouldn't wouldn't see much. Um, game time, yeah. but he slotted in at halfback, and you know, oh, good steadying head. Yeah, he'll play at least seven game. games this year. He always played every yeah. game, didn't he? he? Was like up to eighteen or something yeah, like that. Close to it, yeah, yeah. fair, fair yeah. few, yeah, yeah. Well, you only need, only need seven to get to three hundred. Well, it's good value. Is, is that all he needs? There you are, Kelly. Yeah, yeah, oh, sure. So um, they'll they'll live him over that oh, line yeah. at the very least. Mm. Um, even though he's only been there one year, he's earned that right. Yeah, yeah. Chiches, yeah. Reckon they'll give out free caps. Um, on the inside, besides the uh, returning players, we've got Josh Green, who I think is a good pickup. Because um, oh, yeah. he, he just needs um, a little bit of tweaking because mm. uh, he's that goal-hungry, I'm going to kick a goal no matter mm. what kind yeah. of small crumbing forward, and you need one. 
Yeah. You always need one. Mm. You just need to remind him that, yeah, sometimes you can defend as well if you like. <laughs> yeah. Handballs, yep. yeah, they're all right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Don't listen that's, to KB. Once you get some forward pressure and kick a goal out of it, that's when they realise, hang on, this defence stuff, mm. yeah. <laughs> that's not too bad. <laughs> yeah. I goals from this. Yeah. Uh, a goal sneak who doesn't like passing off, he won't get 400 plus <laughs> games out of it. <laughs> Uh, and it's got to be good to have a little redhead running around in the forward line again. Yeah, so, well, it is, it is a prerequisite for um, yeah. for an SNM Premiership. So. Yeah, Trevor Buick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Buick. Fucking retard. Darren. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Moorcroft, who uh, yep. Yep. took a couple up there. So. Is that like a breeding program or something? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's called Scotland. It's not, <laughs> it's not out of Essendon's realm to try um, you eugenics, know, scientific, <laughs> pushing the boundaries, so to speak. Whatever it takes. <laughs> and uh, James Stewart from GWS, who I mm. think is a, a handy pickup because I think he paid nothing for him. No, but, he was um, yeah, absolutely peanuts. You know, fourth round pick or something. He, I I watched um, I watched him in the first two and a half um, preseason games and. He is going to be a really, really big addition, big addition to our forward line because um, it's one less defender that Dana has to deal with, yeah. and it's yeah. one extra forward that we've we can kick to when Dana is not having a great game. I yep. completely agree, and that's what shits me is that GWS is it's like when you're playing um, say those soccer manager games and you're right. cheating yeah. and you've got all these ultra good players yeah. and so when a, a really good regular player comes along you're like oh fuck he can go yeah. that's what GWS are doing they're mm. like oh you're only really really good no you can fuck right yeah. off yeah well I mean um, Lob came out of nowhere last year mm. and yeah. became one of the best contending contested marks in the in the league mm. and I thought James Stewart was going to have a breakout year for GWS but he just didn't get a look in yeah well I mean now he is yeah especially with uh, Lewenberger going down today like you said yeah well that pretty much um, guarantees his spot for the for the Seabull mm. future with mm-hmm. Louis and Bell Chambers out he's going to exactly. have to rock for a fair bit as well yeah, well, yeah. let's be honest is not really going to hold that fort down mm. as much as I wish he would he was he was getting soundly beaten by Geelong's rocks today from the half that I saw but he was you know he was still getting clearances and scratching kicks and yeah. you know he's he, he, you're right he tries he tries <laughs> you, you get 100% effort yeah. out of him but yeah. he's going to be a negating Ruckman at best yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know when you're 6 foot 3 and trying mm. to go up against the 6 foot 10 monsters well the highlight I remember was last year or the year before when uh, Goldstein just made him look like he was standing still he chased him down tackled him stole the ball out of his hands and then ran the other way and just yeah. <laughs> showed him a clean set of heels like, uh, hell. So looking forward to the 2017, the double-ups um, for Essendon. you got Brisbane twice, Carlton, Frio, Collingwood, and Adelaide. Yep. Um, obviously, finishing dead last, you get a favourable draw. Mm. Adelaide's the only real danger there, I think. Frio, yeah, well, depending on what Fremantle or like. Frio, yeah, like Essendon this year, you don't know. They've yeah, got to be exactly. top four or bottom four. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, obviously, Adelaide's the... The, the difficult one, or the most difficult one there. And I think the game in Adelaide is about around three or four, so we get yeah, that one early in Adelaide on. pretty, pretty yeah. early. Yeah. I think that's a good idea um, mm. for Essendon as well. If uh, West Coast play Frio uh, before Essendon do, then you're probably in good position. You, you always want to play either of the WA teams the week after the derby. Yeah. Well, yeah. and also, if Sammy Mitchell was <laughs> playing on uh, Fife, sure. could get a corky or two. <laughs> this is true. Dirty mm. bastard that he is. Plus, yeah. Plus, Dallas gets Carlton and Collingwood, which will put lots of bums in seats. So, I mean, it's good for fans to get along. I mean, usually they're pretty big crowds mm. at MCG, so it's well, something. Ends up yeah. day game will always well, be ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. round one's already up to 90,000. Yeah. Um, yep. Against Hawthorne, which is going to mm. be uh, unbelievable. Yep. But, yeah. Very much looking forward to that one. Yeah. Do we have well, to that? We do. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I'm taking uh, the little fella for what that. What nice one? Saturday night. 
Sweet, I'll get that off. Twenty <laughs> fifth, <25th, laughs> I think it is from memory. Um, so who are we look at? Who's going to have a big year for Essendon? Who's going to rise out of the ashes for them? Heppel has to. Has to. Um, yep. He's got the skipper's uh, nod now, doesn't he? Yep. One of the the worst kept secrets in AFL circles <laughs> that he'd get the captaincy when he came back. Mm. Yeah. Um, Watson's actually looked. Speaking of like ex captains, mm. Watson's looked pretty good so far. Um, I expect him to, you know, without the. Added, added responsibility of captain yeah. C is going to yeah. you know yeah. play with a bit more freedom and he, he's looking to play forward a bit as well so mm. he's um, yeah the one they need is uh, Danaher though mm. like, needs to yeah. yeah potential potential uh, all Australian potential brilliant uh, player but he fades in and out he, he can't kick straight mm. and um, for a bloke that takes as many marks and, and he can, takes some absolute hangers yeah, yeah he can leap um, for a bloke that height but even today I saw he, he was on about a 45 um, having a shot and he did the round the corner kick mm, yeah. you know, the old Stevie J and he mm. went I mean, on he his did, opposite he, foot too on his opposite mm. foot you're like okay it's great you kick the goal but jeez mate drop yeah, punts man exactly, yeah, yeah. get the fundamentals right first I thought he had a um, pretty fantastic year last year considering he was our I mean our next target. yeah I mean, mm. our next talk, well, I can't remember now, I've blocked out most of the year. Sam Grimley? Um, yeah, he <laughs> played about three games. Mitch Brown. Um, you know, he would get double, dribble teamed, yep. you know, from yep. the goal square up to up to the wing. Um, and his, his goal kicking is, is always going to be an issue. And I think if it, if it doesn't improve, you know, this year or next year, it's probably not. Yep. Um, but his field kicking is pretty phenomenal. It's Which is mm, weird. It's I mean, uh, bizarre. To be fair, I can understand him not really feeling it because he's only on, what, 20 grand a year? I, I, I assume so because he doesn't seem to be eating anything. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking skinny as... Like, seriously, can the bloke just have a have a snack once in a while? Put on a kilo or two? He looks like he's coming out of Auschwitz or some shit. Well, you know, it's been a rough puberty for him. <laughs> once he gets through that first, then he'll look at meal plans. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think for me, one of the ones that I've marked as not they, they need a big year out of just to sort of set them up is um, Michael Hartley. He's a 22-year-old. I think he was a, a Collingwood draftee. Yep. Uh, yeah, rookie, rookie yep. season last last year. A big man too, playing in the back lines. I think he's like 100 kilo, 200 centimetres, so lots of body there. So you get those key defenders, then it's a great way to build your team. And you got like Goddard, who can drop back there, but he's more effective in the middle and pushing yeah. forward. Mm. So if he can come in there along with, uh, who else is their main backman? We've got Hooker and Hurley. Hooker and Hurley. Having Hartley yeah. allows Hooker to play forward, which yeah. gives us another target. Exactly. And Hartley was pretty fantastic last year as well. Um, mm. And with some extra help there with Hurley. Um, yeah. I, I think Kelly gives the experience behind them as well. If he's still running out again, mm. I think that's a good way to give him the, another year just to... Put in that, that winning, I don't know what you call it, mentality or strategies come from a team that yeah. knows their defense and is going to set up attack from defense. And I think that's what Bowers need to do because their squad, their young kids are actually pretty decent. It's just a matter of um, figuring out how they, where they go from here and what their strategy is going to be. But I think it's definitely going to be a, a very positive season and lots of things they're going to look out for. And so he's the one that I want to have a good year so that they can get the most out of Kelly, have them set up as a key defender. And also gives lots of uh, bargaining chips as well. If you've got mm. like, sort of a stack back line, you can offload them and fill in some gaps that you need. Well, with that, McGrath's coming in too. Do you reckon he slots straight in? The number one draft pick. Oh, well, I mean, oh, who knows, man? It's so hard with first year's draft picks. You you don't know who's ready to play against men and who has before. He's he's struggled a fair bit um, in the preseason. So, and I think Wisher has said straight up that they're going to be 
more conservative with um, yeah. selection. So, so he's only going to play against Carlton. <laughs> um, he'll be, he'll be. He'll, I mean, he'll play. He'll play more often than not. But I don't think he's walk yeah. up um, twenty two just yet. Well, he's got to get past uh, Francis. Is he out for the year? Aaron no, Francis, or he's, I mean, he's out for the start of the year. Yeah, he's out for the start of the year, and I think they might. He ended the VFL last year playing as the third yeah. forward, so they might groom him for that role. But. Um, um, McGrath he yeah. probably has to get past Kelly and Gleeson <coughs> so he's probably yeah I, I, I'd be yeah I'll put the over under at five games for him mm, I reckon yeah. and mm. yeah if that was the line I'd probably go unders too yeah because yeah. that's still got those no, of, ru- no rush for him those, nah. those players that showed promise and uh, definitely mean <clears throat> the, putting their hands up to be the core of that team like you've got yeah. Fantasia who's having mm, great yeah. years and um, we must have uh, obviously Wallace, Waller, and Parrish. Yep. And I think if you can get that core group together, and you've got like almost a clean slate to build a, a game plan, like a, a five-year sort of yep. plan to get into the finals, and then obviously you, you re, re-strategize from there. Yep. So I think they've got enough there. It's just about managing it correctly. And so if they're not going to play their their number one draft picks, I think that's a good thing. So I can really see what they've got yeah. and where they're going to fit mm. into it. Lot, lots of patience with them. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, for the big years, they're the ones I put down to. But also um, Travis Collier. Because um, yeah. I really liked him before he got injured in 2015. Yeah, um, he, he looked like he'd put on size and pace. Yeah, um, and then obviously set out to, uh, as well. So it'd be interesting. Well, that was to the see. problem he did. Uh, yeah, uh, it'd be interesting if he can um, find that form again. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do because he, he looked like somebody that really attacked it. Mm. He was a good line breaker. Yeah, um, yeah. and he's yeah he's another one that's sort of. Um, He's he slotted in a, a bit better than others. Yeah, the returning group. Um, I I think he's just going to slot straight back onto a wing and um, yeah, give us that yeah. sort of line breaking pace. Yeah, and that seems to be the way that the team's going. You need some of those people to break through the lines mm. because it's getting so quick these days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you just get um, Danaher to, to kick straight, mm. shit, that'll be pretty tough because he's kicking pretty far too. Mm. So <laughs> just the accuracy. And so, we don't have the most the the quickest midfield. Yeah. Um, going around so we do need that outside run so on the other side of the coin then who's on the chopping block at Essendon it's I don't think there's too many I mean there's a few that you really want to they need to give Mm. like uh, Watson being one of them you don't know what he's going to be capable of but he hasn't had a bad season he's been away so you can't say he's on the chopping block he's just you won't know until halfway through the season they've essentially got a clean slate yeah pretty much yeah I think a few of the um Returning players, um, like say Myers and Hocking, Howlett, these guys that were sort of best 22, um, 2015 and previously, we've already got quite a slow midfield when you add in like yep. sort of Watson, Heppel, Merritt, Parrish. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of room for them yeah. all yep. in the in the best 22. They might find themselves out. Um, Howlett, you know, a goal-kicking midfielder who's, again, not the quickest guy in the world. You know, Langford's been playing that that sort of role, yep, yeah, um, and doing it, and obviously is the future, um, and then obviously Bell Chambers as well. I mean, if he can't get on the park this year, I don't really see, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, there's only yeah. so many foot injuries a Ruckman can have before, you exactly. Know? exactly. Well, I think McKernan's probably on the chopping block just because he's never cemented his spot. Mm-hmm. Like he's been redrafted as a rookie, yeah, but he's lucky to be there because he's a death player. He's a list clogger. Um, they've got him because uh, they needed somebody. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. that's it. He's, he's a warm body. Well, you're available. It's, yeah. um, but, I mean, but Lewenberg went down 
today. Yep. So that means yeah. he's going to get more opportunities. So, oh, it was a smart call. Like, yeah. to, to keep him. Well, you had to. Yeah. Um, you know, because they got him for nothing. But. Uh, I can't remember. Somebody in the call today said, um, you need your backup ruckman because it's not if they get injured, it's when they get injured. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's just what happens. As well. He's you know, not the most durable well, person yeah. in the world. He's <laughs> the other one I had on the chopping block because we, we've heard how much potential he's got. I still haven't seen it. Mm. I still haven't, like, he, he's meant to be um, revolutionising the game we heard um, when he was up in Brisbane. But and I he still, is. The problem is it's Call of Duty. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's always off the fucking he, field. He hasn't been top 10 ruckman in the league in any year yet. Mm, and he's yeah. 120 games in now. Yeah, um, Really? I didn't realise he'd play that many. Yeah, well, mm. he set out. I knew he's been on plenty of seasons. I was going to say, yeah, he set out just as many, probably. And um, I think that's hurt um, his development a lot. Yeah, of course know, it has. Um, and obviously this year it has too, because, you know, we're probably not going to see him for the first few Month weeks. Month at least. Yeah, so... Yeah. Um, there were flashes last year. I mean, he didn't have the best midfield group to, no, you know, to, work, to work with, with but um, and he's he looked okay with the returning group so far. But I mean, we got him for four years, so he's three years in. Um, Is it that long he's been three yeah. years in. Jeez. Oh, sorry, he's sorry, three years left. <laughs> three years. Oh, yeah, yeah gotcha, gotcha. Um, so you know, we don't really have we've got a rookie ruckman. Um, we don't have any other ruckman coming yeah. through. Well, Unless you, you lost the uh, the great Jonathan Giles, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, that's he's, he, he's just collecting Guernseys the way he's going. <laughs> he but. is. He is. I think. I think consecutive seasons uh, with West Coast. Um, yeah. 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 Will be too. Yeah. Yeah. It will be. You would have good odds on that. Had yeah. you put a bet on. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to be half retarded to put a bet on. That. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he was the only person at West Coast that was celebrating when that. <laughs> 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 That'll be funny as hell. Like goes down with the knee. Everyone's like, "Oh, oh he's like, yeah. <laughs> I think Lysette went down this yeah, weekend too. Yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah. he's uh, Giles. Everything's coming up, Giles. Mm. Some good news. Polly Hanson went down as well, man. She <laughs> fucked off. Uh, lost her, her, her seat. Her did seat. She? Yeah, I, think I so. didn't even know. Oh, she lost a seat. At, but... No, the WA elections. They yeah. got uh, spanked. Yeah. Apparently, when they formed the um, the preference deal with Liberals, yeah. the Nationals are pissed because they're their partners. Mm, yeah. The, the Liberal supporters are pissed because they fucking hate Pauline Hanson and then the Pauline Hanson supporters are pissed because they fucking hate the Liberals. Yeah. So everyone hated everyone. The real winner of the community. It sounds like every preference yeah. still ever. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah. so exactly. Labor kind of Brad breed their way in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so 2017 then, where do we see Essendon finishing? Uh, Will, you want to have the, the first reply? Where, where do you think Because they are the most fascinating team going yeah. into this year because they could go anywhere. It, it's a Hollywood film in that um, in the Hollywood ending, they'd win a premiership. That's not going to happen. <laughs> you better but, tell Brennan Goddard that. <laughs> <laughs> Poor lad. <laughs> um, I mean, it sounds wishy-washy, but I genuinely do not know. Yeah, we yeah. could win 14 games, we could win four games, we could win six games, whatever. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, I do think there's going to be a few teething problems in the start of the season. Um, players getting used to play with each yep. other, you know, missed targets, missed, you know, markings, assignments. That's, that's just going to happen when you've got, you know, eight, nine, ten players coming yeah. into a side. Yeah. Especially with the way teams like to play uh, a team defense, yeah. a zone yeah. defense. Yeah. yeah. Um, and when old mate's not in his spot, you're like, yeah. mate. Okay. Yeah. And teams will, yeah, teams will punish you for that too. Um, you know, if you're, if you miss a, an assignment, but you know, five seconds, the, you know, the run on that, that creates, exactly. you're, you're giving up goals. So yeah. there's going to be, you know, some extended periods of, you know, like consecutive goals conceded and, you know, a bit of sort of, you know, um, not a lot of continuity, but I think they'll, they'll get there sort of, you know, towards mid-season. Um, the issue is whether players will get burnt out yeah. by the end of the yeah. year. 
Um, that's probably the worst case scenario. I don't think there's going to be a lot of pressure on them, though. No. But to me, no. the pass mark isn't where they finish in the ladder. It's how yeah. they do in the key games, yeah. like uh, Anzac Day. Mm. If they put in a good showing there, even if they lose, as long as they you know really give it a hard yeah. go, yeah. their supporters will be like, well, you know, Anzac Day game, they put their ass on the line, there's a bit of blood on the field, that's good, we can run mm. with that. And Drew Tom with the G to a lesser extent. Um, but I think round one. Round yeah. one is just yep. as important yeah. as Anzac Day. For, yeah. And for that's it. probably going to set the tone for... Yeah. The season, oh, how they and- how they enter the field that day, mm-hmm. and how the supporters embrace them, and they'll yeah. go nuts. Like yeah. they will absolutely lose the plot, and so they should. They'll be marching to the G again. Yeah, um, and uh, only because I'm going, I hope it doesn't rain. But yeah. otherwise, <laughs> I, just, I wish for a thunderstorm. Yeah. That but won't stop us. No, <laughs> look, I absolutely feel for the supporters. Like the the club uh, people that instigated everything and or did did not do called McGadow. I don't fucking know. I don't have a lot of sympathy for them, but the supporters who have just been fucking week after week, Herald Sun front page after front page. They deserve a good game. Mm. They deserve to enjoy their walk to the game, see the players come out, and give a shit. Yeah. Mm. Well, this is the first year since 2012 that, you know, it's relatively free of, yeah. you know, yeah, any exactly. kind of external yeah. crap. Yeah. So far. Yeah, so far. That's what I think for me. I just want to see resilience out of them because they're going to get beat down a few times, you know what I mean? Mm. They're going to be, like I said, teething problems. And you want to see that they can bounce back and, yeah. you know, just water for ducks back kind of thing because it's not going to be huge expectations. So even like St Kilda, when they were sort of in their formative years, two years, three years ago, yeah. they get smashed by like 40 points at half time and they'd always find a way to sort of claw back and put in that second effort. Yeah. And mm. I think with young kids, that's what you'll see. So with the young squad that they've got, I think that, that that'll be my sort of pass mark is they can mm. bounce back and not look at sort of the the total wins and losses, but how you perform in those key games and when the when the real sort of pressure was on the line, how they reacted. And I think that's going to be sort of a pass mark. I'll tell you what, I think the Essendon social media team's looking forward to this season more than any other team. <laughs> They're like, oh, just none of this shit. I can just get on with the, here's the scores. Yeah. Here's halftime. Yeah. That's all I want to do this year. <laughs> and they'll be going, oh, I remember this player. I know yeah. he is now. Don't have to look at the record every five minutes. Um, so where have you got him finishing, Ben? Uh, I've got him finishing... Well, well, yes, I'm going to finish 16th. But like I said, that could be anywhere between, yeah. I would say, 10th and 16th. Yep. <laughs> I've got 15th. I think they'll um, they'll win a couple of key matches, but I think the season's just is too long and they're a bit too um, too likely to have a few key players go down at points. Yeah. I've got them 11th, and I think that um, in the first two or three weeks, they're going to be playing on emotion. Yeah, and that'll get them through. But you're right; it's going to take them a while to gel again. Yeah. Um, and then uh, even some of the guys that have had the 12 months off, we just don't know what's mm. going to happen with yeah. them. Yeah. I mean, then, like I say, then Niggles might be gone, but it's that cohesion. Yeah. Um, and then in the last month of the year, uh, of the season rather, um, that's when you're going to say, "All right, here's the team." Yeah. Um, if they play finals, I mean, Wusher deserves a statue. Oh shit! Yeah. If they play finals, he's coach for life. Yeah. He'll he'll make shitty at his dust. But um. I think they won't come in with the arrogance that you need for an AFL team in that you get a few goals down and some teams like you know, Hawthorne, even West Coast, Adelaide to their points. Uh, the other week, <laughs> Gold Coast uh, sort of lacked that arrogance as well. Or was it this week? Um, that When you get a few goals behind, they're like, no, no, no we still got this. Yeah. Like the, the sheer just, no, 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 no. This, this is our day. We're going to win it. Bit of Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, I don't think Essendon are going to have that. Because uh, they're still, you know, a little bit browbeaten. Well, if there's anybody that um, at Essendon that has that attitude, it's Hebel. And he's now yeah, leading yeah, them. Yeah. Um, and he was leading them before anyway. Yeah. Um, Got out too, to a, to a point. Yeah, even though Hebel didn't have the the um, the captain's mantle, yeah. right, he was 
acting as a leadership a leader, yeah. anyway. and he was for the because I think what's what's a miss like the last half of twenty fifteen. Yeah. So I mean, he was yeah you know, de facto captain. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. Was it? Uh, did Goddard take him through last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So um, he, he's and didn't do a bad job. Yeah, he's fine. Well, yeah. he couldn't do a bad job. I mean, <laughs> yeah. well, realistically, they didn't. They had a couple of hundred point losses. Um, I don't know. I can't remember the exact number, um, but it wasn't every second week. I no. think the biggest one was one thirty eight. I think it was Hawthorne that did it. Uh, yeah, it was about one hundred and ten. I think. Yeah, like I know that. that there was the Hawthorne one, but again, it wasn't. Oh, that was the night there was a soccer on, wasn't it? No, mm. that might have been another year. Um, but it wasn't a good game at all. It was just, no. I think there was like 2,000 people there just about. Yeah. Was that the game where Goddard was trying to give someone a spray and they gave it back to him? Or someone, was it Heppel that gave Goddard a spray? It might have been the year before. Been, uh, yeah. year I think before, um, Goddard gave a spray to somebody and Heppel grabbed him by the yeah, scruff yeah, of the neck right. and said, hey, mind of the game. Yeah. Then Goddard kicked the goal two minutes later and went straight back to Heppel and went, yeah, you're yeah. fucking right. <laughs> yeah. And that's when you know he's going to be the next captain. Exactly, mm. yeah. yeah. Um, mm. Just had to wait uh, an extra year for it. Um, so we haven't got them back in the finals yet, but uh, to be honest, it's probably one of the best wooden spoon seasons yeah. um, for, and one of the u- most unique seasons last year. And it's going to be. Uh, Let's hope it stays unique. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's it's almost a petri dish. Um, it's this interesting. Year. As no, he's a West Coast. observer, how they go. Like, I'm interested to see how they play. You know what I mean? It's yeah. going to put my interest back in their games. Uh, don't get me wrong. I still want to see them get flogged every week. Oh, yeah, we wouldn't we'll, have it any other way. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. that's, what, that's, what, that's how it goes, especially round one. Um, all right, that'll do us for Essendon. Uh, yeah. w- welcome back to the AFL. Good luck, yep. guys. Cheers. Peace.